Are we recording now? I like it. Oh. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, what's up? Uh, this is Talks with Ken, episode whatever number it is. I'm here with the beautiful Steph and hey. the very handsome Raekwon Blake. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I'm like, you gonna call me handsome or what? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna throw, throw on the theme music real quick and then we can get active. Now, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I cook this one up in the lab. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, this, this, this on me. Good. Yo, this and sounds it, like some baby face oh, ratio. Or something. Yeah. Can, <laughs> and I don't like to. All right, I'm gonna turn that, that is down. So nice. That's so nice. That's pretty I cool, right? I thought you said you didn't even produce. I'm not. I mean, I'm doing those songs. Yeah, you be lying. I be lying. We know. Come on. Um, next question I have for y'all, actually, Ooh. do do y'all want me to play music while we talk? It's really up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, really. Okay, because uh, I was thinking like because y'all y'all like y'all R and B, you know, I y'all like y'all throwback music. stuff. So sure. I was like, maybe I'll play one of the playlists or something like that. Okay, um, go I ahead. I figured I would play the playlist that Ray made me. Okay, you know, I play that and then I will play the. Playlist that Steph played, maybe. Hey. It's not R&B, though. No, it's not. Yeah. It's really rap. Really? Let me play the playlist right maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. That's not, I can send an R&B playlist. I got, I got range, okay? Yo, okay, that Coffee okay. House playlist was lit. I want I to tell you that. That was lit. Okay, okay. Um, So I'm going to hit. Thank you, Ray. Oh, actually, let me turn I'll it on. I'll be trying. Do not disturb. Because sometimes you be trying be hard. Oh. You be trying. I'll be trying hard, and then it be stressing me. Uh, what you want to do? And hey. you be. Oh. <laughs> Yo, listen, do y'all know we have a writer or poet? We have three writers in the room. Well, we do. We do. But I'm talking about like a writing major. Oh, creative writing, yeah. You know? Yo, this is my song. Yeah, I know. I love that song. You throw it on a a, 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 uh, playlist. (laughs) Ray be like, I like this song. I like this song. Ray, like, how do you know this one? You You sent it to me, Ray. (laughs) All right, I'm going to turn it down just a few notches. Mm. Okay, we're here. Yeah, we're here Finally. podcasting. I know, right? Um, today's topic is love. Love. I love love. You love love. <laughs> I love love. Yeah. So, can I tell y'all a realization I had yesterday? What's that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been filling uh, stuff up with the tea as a reason. But last night I had this like this um this moment, right? I was working on some homework. And one of my friends called me, and we were talking about some stuff, right? And um, she made me have like take a moment, like unintentionally. She made me take a moment to reflect on life, you know, because um, I think last night it's crazy that like my perspective on love changed a little bit, right? Not entirely, but like I guess my my love that I'm looking for, like I, I shifted focus, right? Um, it was it. I took a moment to realize and reflect and see, like, how important the people in my life currently are mean to me. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I sat in my room and I, I, I cried a little bit. Oh, you know what I mean, there was yes, a few tears yes, that came yes. out. Because it was just like, we were, we were talking about, like, the uncertainty of the future, you know? And I was like, I said I said some, some deep stuff. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, the future is scary. You know, yeah. it's like, you don't know what's to come. But, like, there was a point in my life where, like, I didn't know you, Right. And now I'm at a point in my life where I can't live without you, you know? And it's like, the future is is so uncertain and it makes you focus on the present and focus on all the blessings and 
and the people around you that you have in the moment. Absolutely. It was, it was, it was a really, like, touching moment. That's yeah, what's up. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yo, those... I'll be having those moments every day, probably. Yo, like... Especially since, like, I'm graduating and, like, I'm stepping out into, like, the real world. Like, yeah. You know, like, the real, real world. Um, It's crazy. Sometimes I'm like, man, like, am I going to love my job enough? You know, am I going to love, like, my career? Like, am, am I going to find somebody who loves that for me? Like, I just think about that all the time. I think about, like, like starting a family, you know, because that's what comes after all of this. Like, after school right. and stuff, That like, that's what comes after. So... I think about all of that, like, yeah. So, the future is crazy. The yeah. future is crazy, it's bro. It's knocking on your door, it, like. It's like right there. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I get so scared. Deep, like every time I have a conversation about like graduation and stuff, I'm just like, man, like, okay, y'all, be quiet. Like it's only February. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not even like May yet, you know. But now, nah, like, I gotta start thinking about stuff like that. I try to like push it off, like, like as if it's not around the corner. And that's only because I'm. Scared. I'm actually really scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. But. Why are you scared? Um, the uncertainty of it all. Um, Real? I don't know. I've, I've been in Boston for some time and it's like, what's next? I, I feel like it's just the uncertainty, you know? I know I don't want to go back home because there's really nothing there for me. Um, but like, sometimes I'm like, am I going to still talk to the same people I've been talking to now? Like. You know, I just have those thoughts. Yeah, yeah, those those crazy, doubtful thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the general consensus I've been getting from a lot of seniors. Because, like, I've been asking them. I was like, yo, I was like, it's your last semester. Are you excited? And everybody that I asked, they're like, no, I'm actually horrified. Yeah. And I'm like, Bro. I'm like, what? like why? Like, it, it seems like you, you worked all four years, and now you're about to, like, graduate. And they're like, yeah, I'm happy, but... It's like you're about to go into the real world, yeah. you know, and it's like going through like elementary school, high school, or middle school, high school, college and everything. It's like you kind of like have a structure around you that you're still like supposed to kind of like follow. Yep. It's like you have like a routine that you it's like every day I wake up, I go to classes, I do this, I do that. But then once you graduate, it's like there is no like structure around you. Yeah. You're just like building your own path. Yeah. And I, I mean, like we're kind of already doing that now. Yeah. What if you think about it? Because after high school, we're not forced to go to college or anything, no, right? You're not. We chose to come here, so technically speaking, we're already in the real world. Yeah, basically, basically, right? actually, that's so true. That's so true, man. And going back to structure, like, I think the structure of it all does scare me too, because it's like I'm not like super reliant on my mom and my grandma, and like I mentioned them because they are like the people who really raised me, right? Um. I mean, I do rely on them, but, like, I'm not, like, heavy reliant, you know, where I can't do nothing for myself. But, like, I think being on my own, like, definitely when I first got to Boston, being on my own was, like, scary. I had, oh, like, yeah. I think I was telling you this, Stephanie, I had, like, sleep paralysis for, like, a whole month because that just came out of pure fear to, like, live on my own in, like, a big city like Boston. So, and then, well, I'm going to be faced with that soon, come? Like, true. <clears throat> dang. dang. It is, it is scary. Like, yeah. I know when I went to Drexel from like my one gear, it was, um, it didn't feel as scary because I knew like I went there with Justin, yeah. you know, my closest friend, one exactly. of my closest friends. And, um, we get there and I'm like, I don't like have to worry about like not knowing anybody in the state. I, I already got my, my bro with me, you know, so I'm chilling. And plus home is like 
an hour and a half away, probably even less. You know, so it was like I did not even know that. Yeah, I was like, um, this is not that not that scary being over here. Yeah. But then I came to Massachusetts, right? <laughs> and I don't know nobody in the state of Massachusetts. I don't know nobody in Connecticut. I don't know nobody in Rhode Island or Maine. Anybody in like the area. Yeah. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And I was I was horrified. I remember like being like scared, thinking about like, man, I ain't I ain't gonna make no friends out here. Like I'm not gonna know nobody. I don't even feel like I fit in. Like I took my gap year. I'm too old to be here. Uh, it was it was a it was a lot wow. of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. But like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you kind of just throw yourself into it. Yeah. yeah. And then everything just kind of like forms around it. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a lot of uncertainty, right? But if you think about it from the sense of like when you first came to Emerson to where you are now, bro. <laughs> I'm not even the same person. Yeah. I'm so different. Not at all. No. no. How about you, Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> me coming here was just like a culture shock, most definitely. For sure. But I already moved out of my, like, house mm-hmm. in my junior year of high school because I went to arts high school, and it was, like, a boarding school, technically. Ooh. What? I didn't know oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I didn't know no. that. Oh. Right. Oh my god, that's crazy! Y'all didn't know. So yeah, <laughs> my um high school that I went to was a boarding school. Whoa, so we Zoe one on one type shit. That's what I'm saying. You would think, but it wasn't at all. Oh, hold on. That's my mom calling. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell her we'll call it back. That's crazy. Keep going. Okay, you like, would think, that? but it wasn't at all. But I already had like that sense of independency, and I always knew it. Like I always knew I wanted to get out of Mississippi, so I was like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going up north. I didn't plan on going to Boston at all. That was not my top three. Mm. Wasn't my top five, but here we are. Yeah. And I think I didn't have a lot of fear when it came here because I didn't really realize how far away I actually was from home. I didn't. I was like, okay, they gave me the most amount of money. They have a good major. God, this is where I'm supposed to go. Here I am. And I think that came was just like trusting that I'm not in control. And I'm not even in control now. And Ray, you're not in control. And I know that you have like a lot of doubt and fears and worries. But look at you now. And look how you were when you first got here and you were afraid. Um, and look how you're thriving. Yeah. And you're amazing. Thank you. And you're going to continue that amazement. Thank you, thank you. When you graduate. So I'm not worried about you because I know you're going to do amazing oh, things. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. like, right. you're not in control. And maybe that's even more scarier to some people. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that somebody else is looking out for you. And you, all you got to do is just wait. Okay, I submit. I'm going to be still. Yeah, yeah. Those doors are going to open. Mm-hmm. But for me, I guess I was afraid because I didn't have family up here, like at all in the East Coast. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm missing home. I'm missing the food. I'm missing the people. People started to get like really irritating up here because mm-hmm. they're so cold and so rude sometimes for no reason. That's especially what I'm learning. But I also just learned that I have to carry my identity with me in these spaces because for a long time, I felt like I couldn't tell nobody where I was from. Right. Oh. Or when they asked me where I was from because of my accent, mm-hmm. they'll have like that little ch- shock factor because I'm from Mississippi and they're like, oh my God, why? <laughs> or like, oh my God, how is it? I'm like, all right. <laughs> People don't get out as much. Right. You have to learn <laughs> that racism is not regional and it's yeah, everywhere. Right. It's every, oh my God, yeah. Please. Um, but it just come in with like, I am who I am. And I'm going to have to show up to spaces regardless. So, I don't know. But I have a long time. Like, I have two more years here to really discover who I am. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's right. Yeah. yeah y'all, so. still, y'all still holding on to Emerson. 
<laughs> not even. <laughs> or Emerson holding on y'all. Or something. <laughs> Trying to get a career. But that's also what I was thinking about today, y'all. And it's so crazy how we started off here. Okay. Is that, like, I don't know if I'm in my career because it makes me happy or mm. is it because I'm good at it and mm. I receive the validation <laughs> from it. Because, like, recently, like, I just told y'all about the publication. And yep. when I read that yeah, email, yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. And it's like, where's the excitement? Like, where's the thrill and everything? Oh, wow. And I don't know if it's because everything's going on. I'm just like, Stephanie, are you just doing this for validation? And, like, a lot of me is just like, okay. A lot of your success is dependent on other people seeing that, like, greatness in you. Because mm-hmm. you have to be published. People have to read it. People have to, like, buy your book and do all these things. And I recognize that. But, like... When it came to the coffee house, I'm like, I'm not happy right now, and I should be happy, but I'm really drained. Right. So, like, I'm taking a step back, and I'm like, is this what I really love to do? And how mm. do you know that this is the career right for you? But I guess it's just like, okay, these doors keep opening. I'm going to keep walking through, and we're going to see where we're going to go. I think that's just a part of the journey. <clears throat> and also, like, I think, I think because you have those thoughts, like, it probably means more to you than you think because mm. if you didn't care about it you wouldn't be thinking all that true you know what i mean like true. i think that's just a part of the journey our journeys aren't easy bro we're going into like first of all like b- to be an artist is a very risky thing yes less like it's risky and it's hard it's <laughs> risky and it's yeah. hard yeah. like let's put that out there first like it's so crazy oh my god and like i have to like i have to pride um myself and just us in general because it's like for us to keep going and not to give up and be like, okay, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, let me just go, like, be a nurse. <laughs> no, real. Like, real. let me go, like, g- like, take my RN test. Like, let me just do that. And no shade to them. But no shade. No because shade. they're, yeah. oh, my God, they're sh- as important as we are. But it's like, bro, this is risky as fuck that we're doing. Like, 100%. Oh, my God. Like, and, like. When I told my mom that I wanted to, like, be in the arts, like, I didn't get a pushback from her either. Like, mm-hmm. I was actually surprised about that. I thought she wanted me to do something else that, I don't know, got, like, money on, like, yeah, I don't know, like, money a weekly, coming in easily. Yeah. you know, process. Um, but no, she was just like, I want you to be happy. Just do what you want to do. I want you to be happy. And I want you to take care of me when you need to take care <laughs> of me. Like, that's Real. it. And I'm like, I got you. Um, but, like, yo, I think about it, and I'm like, and, and and to your point, I think about that too. I'm like, wow, like, as much as I love what I'm doing, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, is it worth it? Because I might be homeless. I could be homeless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was actually, I, um, I was watching Lizzo's documentary the uh, yesterday. I was Me spinning. too. You were? Yeah. Yo, it's a fire documentary. What's it on? It's on HBO Max. Ooh, it's so it good. Okay. I have more respect for her now than I ever did before. She slept in her car for a bit when she moved to Minneapolis and like to... You know, start her career. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, yo, that might be me. But hey, I love this as much as I do. I might just do that. Gotta you be know, willing just to, to risk make, it all. You know what I mean? Like, man, man. But I think that's just a journey, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should give up what you're doing. It's, it's literally a journey. It's not easy. When they say it's not easy, those are the things that, like, comes along with it. Like, yeah. Yo. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. How How many times has someone asked you, like before you even like came here to major in uh, right, you're a creative writing major, right? Yeah. Before some, before you even came here, how many times does people ask you? Okay, so what's your backup plan? Um, I can't. I wouldn't say necessarily was it like a backup plan, 
but it, it was always a question like, oh, so what are you going to do with that? Right. <laughs> and I would say, well, you know, it says it's right there. I want to be a creative writer. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. that's what I'm going to do. And I found myself like justifying it with like being a novelist or like being a publisher. That's why I have my minor, minor in publishing. Mm-hmm. But it's like I always have to validate my goals. And I think I've been on this road to creative writing for a long time because that was my discipline in high school. Right. People around me are like, okay, she's good. That's what she's going to do. She's going to be successful. Great, great, great. But I am in this like palace where I can have the financial freedom to study my art. And I have been like that for the past two years. When my time runs up, I know that I don't have the freedom or the luxury to go back home and to be like, okay, I don't have a, I don't have a job right now. I'm going to take a gap year. Like, I don't have that because the way my mama raised me is that you going to work while you're in my house. Mm, <laughs> you don't have a job. You need to do something else. Really? And I've been like that since I was like 15, 16, right? On your note of like being homeless, I was homeless before in my life because my house burned down when I was in middle school. So we I been, Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> my house burned down when I was in middle school. So my family... We have seen the gutter. We have seen sleeping in a hotel, sleeping in bedrooms with, like, other Mm -hmm. friends and families and sharing those tight, closed spaces. And we're not, like, directly out of it. So when I say being here is a privilege, being here is an immense privilege. Absolutely. And I feel like I have, one, a lot of guilt and a lot of pressure I put on myself because I can't come out of here empty-handed. So at a certain point is you got to love what you do and do what you love because if you don't have a job, where are you going to go? So it's like that hustle. The hustle culture is built inside me because I had nothing. So it just puts so much pressure on it, especially mm. in this major because you have professors saying like, oh, it's going to be really hard. Don't expect to get a job. Don't expect to get paid well. And it's like, God damn, like, can right. you give me some fucking help? Like, can right. you give me right. a little words of encouragement or something? Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's just hard. Yeah. Honestly, so hard. honestly though, I kind of like, I kind of like it when professors tell me, like, it's going to be really hard. Really? You know, because I feel like that motivates me. If you tell me, like, if you tell me, oh, no, it's, it's, it. it's going to yeah. be it's gonna be really easy. You know, it's like, you about to get into the field. It's like, you're going to have a job like like that. You know, it's like, I feel like I might, if, if I hear that too much, I might start to get a little bit full of myself. You know, it's oh. like, it's like, oh, man, it's like, man, I'm, I'm too good at this yeah, stuff, man. Mm. I'm, like, I don't even really got to do too much. Oh, but yeah. if someone's telling me, it's like, yeah, you're good. But it's gonna be hard still because you're gonna have to do more. It's like it pushes me, like it pushes me more and more and more to be better than the people around me because mm. I know the stuff I wanna do, like the fields I wanna go into, are very hard, very mm. challenging to mm-hmm. even get into. Mm. But like because I love it, that's why I try so hard to uh, be better. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. like. Absolutely. It's worth it. Yeah, like. It's actually worth it. Like I, like, I wanna do music, right? I wanna do music and wanna write movies. Mm-hmm. Not movies, TV shows. I don't know. Maybe a movie. Who knows? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. You know, man. it's like I want to. I want to make music and I want to write. Yeah. You know, and those are very, very challenging fields to do. But then, like in my free time, like I sit and I catch myself. I catch myself making music. I catch myself writing. You know, and I realize like in the time that I have for myself, I end up doing the things that like I know I want to do in the future, and that's how I know that I love the things that I want to do. Because if I'm doing that on my own time without someone else telling me to do it, that's how you know it's like something that you want to do. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like I was talking to um I was talking to Storm, mm-hmm. right? And Storm uh was telling me about like why he doesn't play tennis here. Mm-hmm. Right? Because Storm is really, 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 really gifted at tennis. Mm-hmm. Right. And I asked him, I was like, yo, I was like, you're really, really good. Like, why don't you keep doing it? He was like, I'm good at it, 
But oh, it's, I remember this conversation. Yeah, it's like I'm good yeah. at it, but it's not something that I want to do. And I feel like by doing that, it would take away from like my focus on yes. like my yes. making my music or like mm-hmm. doing a comedy or whatever it is he wants to do. You know, so it's like, like focus on like the thing that you love. You know, if you catch yourself in your free time and you're writing in your free time, you're not doing it because like everybody on the outside is like, oh, Steph, you good at this. No, you're doing it because you love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So like one of my favorite artists is Prince. Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, <laughs> I've seen your flow. <laughs> <laughs> I love you some Prince. Yo, he has so much music. Like. Yo, so much music in the vault. Like, yeah. On his free time, he's he just would like always make music, like outside of the studio. You know what I mean? So it's like he loved it that much. You know? Yeah. Uh, and he was really, he always preached, and he was a really smart man. Like he was always um, talking about like ownership, taking ownership of your art, and not having people capitalize off of it, especially, you know, white people. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> like one time, um. Alicia Keys, I spoke about this in her interview. She was saying that, like, she sent him a song, and he was like, listen, I'm not sending my my kids to school on this shit. You need to own this shit. Yeah. The record company doesn't... You need to own that, Alicia. Like, yo, he was so serious about ownership. Mm. Um, so, no, like, for us, like, we need to, like, take ownership of everything. Our art, our happiness. If it makes us happy, let's do it. Like... At the end of the day, bro, like, we need to be happy. As black people, we need to be happy. Like, yeah. bro, we need to be happy, man. If I'm just, if I'm sleeping in the car and I'm happy, that is it. Like, air conditioner on. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it, whatever it takes, I still want to be happy. Um, and, I, and I think if it makes you happy, it's worth it. Yeah. It actually is worth it. Because, like, why would you be at a job that you don't like? You know what I mean? I mean, there you gotta is, pay the bills. No, no, listen. The, it is that hustle strategy where you have to pay the bills. Like, mm-hmm. no, trust me. Like, if I'm a listen, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to pay the bills, right? But ultimately, I want to be happy in like what I'm doing every day. If I'm getting up at six o'clock in the morning. I want to be happy for what I'm about to go do. True. Right. So, no, definitely have that duality for sure. I remember. Uh, working at the factory during my gap year, right? <clears throat> my, when I was cleaning doorknobs every oh, day. Oh, I remember this. And, and it was um, it was like I, I my shift started at like seven a.m. It was like seven a.m. to like three thirty, I believe, somewhere around there. And um, like I remember talking to the, a lot of people that actually worked inside of the factory, um, because I was like a it was like a temp job, so it was like I was contracted to do the job inside yeah. of the factory. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the actual people who've like been working in the factory for a little while. Oh, uh, you get like you get to know a lot of people, and like I remember they were telling me they were like, yeah, it was like you know we working like uh, eighteen hour shifts sometimes. They were like, oh damn, they were like we used to do the twenty four hour shift. I said, that's hour shift. Yeah, 20? I was like, that's crazy. They were like, no, that's money, and I was like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like you gotta get that like, money. Yeah. I, I I get the hustle. You like know? you would just be working twenty four hours, like you wouldn't, <laughs> you know. And it's my thing is like. I, I, I get the hustle. I get, like, get, having to make the money and everything, you know? But it's like, you're making this money, but if you're spending all your time working, you don't even really get to, like... Enjoy it. Enjoy the money that you're making, you know? So, like, I, I think that really, like, motivated me to get out of there. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I was like, I already knew that I wanted to come back to school, but it was like, hearing the experiences of everybody else in there, it was like, no, I can't do this for my... Because they, they've been there for, like, 20-some years plus... I'm like, I I can't do that. I can't do that. Maybe it's because I'm too impatient or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Bro. But they also find happiness in other, like, outlets and sources. 
it just doesn't come from their job and their career. Or maybe they are happy because it's paying them. True. And it's like keeping yeah, the lights on. Exactly. And yeah. it's providing for their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. speak on that too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like that ain't for me, Shadi. No, <laughs> you gotta know yourself. But what I always think about though, I don't know. I always think about forty acres and a mule. <laughs> I always think about that. <laughs> I, I, was, I do. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. No. No, let me tell you why. Ray, what? Okay, okay. Finish it, Ray. No, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Listen, listen. Oh, my God. It's the way he did it. You know what I always think about? 40, 40 acres and a mule. I let me tell you. I was not expecting that. Okay, look, go crazy. Go let me crazy. tell you. Oh, my God. We never got our 40 acres and a mule as black people. We never got that. Right? Right. We never got that. And we just still deserve it. Like, come on, what the hell? Uh, Spike Lee, you know, that's his production company. Production company, yeah. 40 acres and a mule. As it should be named that. But, like, we never got that. And it's like, one day I want that for myself. I want that for y'all. Like, I want that for, like, all my black peers. And it's like, I don't need a mule. I want to. <laughs> you got some 40 acres. Well, I'll take the 40 some. acres. <laughs> No, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, like, I just want that abundance amount of, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, anything monetary. Like, yeah. just joy, you know? And, like, whatever I do. Like, I want that for, like, my people. Right. And it's, like, yeah, it's going to take some time to get there. But, like, ultimately, like, we deserve that. Like, So do you mean, like, reparations would bring yeah, people yeah. joy? Not necessarily reparation. I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Actually, though. laughs> We didn't. We oh my god! I think if we get all the reparations, the U.S. will be in debt. Actually, they're really? already in debt. I mean, right? But they would be it's more in go, debt. It's debt, go from debt. trillion to quadrillion. That's we'll make a whole new number out of this shit. Yeah, we're not getting those reparations. Not in that way. Not the forty acres. In a that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and and that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be like the land. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I think that abundance of like joy and freedom and like you know all of that. I think we deserve that for ourselves and whatever yeah. we do. I like, and that's what I mean by the 40 acres and a mule. Like, mm-hmm. I want that for myself and for y'all. The hope, the potential yes. of the freedom. Yes. I get you. All that. All that. We need that. Mm-hmm. Like, actually. That's real. This is our world, bro. What? This is our world. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody mm-hmm. tell y'all different. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> it's the way he, like, zoomed in. Bro, it was like, you know 40 acres and a mule. Yo, the camera should have been on me. <laughs> 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> <laughs> a little closer. A little closer. <laughs> oh but no, nah, I want that for all of ourselves because we really deserve like the abundance, like so much joy that like we can't run out of it. Actually, mm. so, yeah, I like that. Y'all like that? Y'all like that now? Yeah, <laughs> well, once, you explained, it. once you explained you it, <laughs> like what you just like dropped in there and it was like, uh, okay. what are you talking Yo. about, Ray? What yeah. you talking about? <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch up the gears a little bit. Uh-oh. And switch up the gears a little bit. Crank it up, crank it up. Okay. <laughs> I just, I like, I have a question for all of you. Mm-hmm. Or like, well, I guess we'll just both Can I you ask you an intimate question? Oh, of course. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. No, I was just like. Oh, got you, got you. Like, oh. that's how you sounded. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, what was that? What was that? My residence. Ignore. Is that them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, they want some fuck shit. Always. Uh-huh. Always. Uh, what I was going to say was, what does, uh, like, I want to, like, so. A question that always ponders my mind, right? Because it is such a transformative thing, right? I want to know from each of you, what does love mean to you? Hmm. Hmm. That's a big question. <laughs> you want me to go first? Go yeah, because I know you got it on the tip of your tongue. 
<laughs> Stephanie's still thinking. Um, <laughs> she's like, <"Ooh." laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. What does love mean? Honestly, I think love is something that I feel like love is something that we all have inside of us already, actually. Mm-hmm. I think all of us have love in us. Like, I think love is a universal thing. Um, we all have it. Like, we all have it. And I think we all have a lot of it, actually. I just think that a lot of us don't know how to express it the way we want to. Because I don't feel like there's a way you should... I mean, I don't think there's a right way, like, to express love. Like, there's, like, no right and, like, mm-hmm. way. Like, there's no formula to it. Because sometimes people can just say it and they don't show it. Because that's just who they are, right? And then some people just show it instead of saying it, you know? Like, but I think it's a universal thing, and I think it's actually the most common emotion we all feel all the time. Mm. We always feel love, always. It's a big thing, um, whether people believe it or not. Um, what it means to me, though, is... I think it means a lot to me because I'm such a loving person. I actually really love people, like actually love you do. people. You're a lover like, boy. I, I, I'm a certified, certified lover, lover but like, boy. I don't give a fuck. I don't li- I'm a certified lover boy. And it drives you. Yes, it does. Yeah, it, it does. You carry it with you no matter where you go. No matter mm-hmm. where I go, I do it. I put love into everything I do because mm-hmm. I have to. That's just how I operate. If it's if it, there's no love in it, I'm not doing it. Real. Um, And it's like, I think for me, like, I think... I just don't want to put more love out there. Like I want to the the love that I put out there, I want it to come back to me. That's what I want for myself. Cuz I give a lot of love away, especially to some people who don't deserve it. But I definitely want it to come back to me in like the way that it should or the way that I intended for it to be. Can, can I ask you a follow question based yeah. off of that? Mm-hmm. Is the reason you put love out there to get it back? No. Not all the time. No, no, no. Actually, no. Because, like, I don't know, like, I'm saying like a lot. I'm from Miami, man. That's all right. Like is a very common. <laughs> I'm from Miami. I say a word. <laughs> we say like a lot. Uh, I do a lot of things just, like, out of the kindness of my heart without anything back. Like, I would literally buy somebody, like, a sandwich right now. and But I don't want you to pay me back because, like, I'm doing it for you. Like, I care about you. Um, so it's, it's not that I expect it. Um, cause I, you know, I do like when I give love to people who might not deserve it, I think that's a part of love too. Like you do, like you love in spite of like, um, like the, like in spite of like the difficulty, you know, like a lot of people love that way too. Uh, is it a good thing? Not all the time, you know, but, um, I don't. I would say yes and no, because a lot of the times I would just love because like, I know that person needs it and they don't have to accept it at that moment. They just need it. I get it from my mama, actually. Mm-hmm. My mom is a big, she, she's that way. She would give you the shirt off her back and she would just be shirtless. <clears throat> like, Yeah. So, it, okay. I keep asking you like follow up questions, mm-hmm. right? Just because I like. No, let's follow up. I'm again. trying to pick, pick your brain. <laughs> trying to pick your brain. Follow also, up. if you have anything to chime in too, Steph, feel free. You know, um, I feel like your love language, right, is acts of kindness. Mm. 
like gift giving gift really? giving acts of kindness yeah that's what it seems like mm-hmm. like i know like for me my love language is like quality time mm-hmm. but i feel like for you based off of like what you describe like what love looks like to you it's very much like like i'm going to do an act of kindness for you because I care about you yes, so much. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's what I get from you. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a big part of it, actually. Yeah. Because um, I'll just, like, I'll be on the phone with, like, friends, and I'm just talking to them, and I'm just, like, helping them through something. Vice mm. versa, too, you know. Um, but to go back to your question, though, because, like, I think that's a, I think that could be a problem. To not expect it could be a problem, too. Because it's, like... I forgot who told me this, but they were like, you know, you extend yourself too much. You're not supposed to extend yourself and then not expect anything in return. But I don't know. It's like, I don't like, I don't do it because I expect, I don't know. I just do it. Cause like, I feel like there needs to be more of it. There needs to be more love. You know, the expectation is cool. I, Cause sometimes I do expect it, but it's like, I don't know. That's just a person who I am. Like I want everybody to love each other just cause like that needs to be there. Like right. not much love. Um, if we have, if we have so much love in the world, like, I don't even think there would be racism actually. Like there would be like so many things, so many, all the bad things would not be existing because there'll be too much love. Mm. Like, you know, can I say something crazy? Okay, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> go say, ahead. I'm about to say something. Is it like the 40 acres and a mule? No, 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 no. <laughs> I believe that love is the root of everything yeah right? yeah not, absolutely. like which is not that crazy to say yeah right like, where's the crazy part the crazy part <laughs> comes in where it's like people do crazy stuff mm-hmm. right because that's what they love to do which mm-hmm. is like love love isn't always a good thing you know oh, yeah, yeah. and like i feel like that sometimes like baffles my mind because i always look at love as like this beautiful beautiful thing i, I like that i could call love a thing because like it's just yeah. You can't describe it. It's, it's indescribable. Verb. Yeah, it's a verb. You, it's a verb. <laughs> it's a noun. It, it's everything. <laughs> it is, man. It's like, but everybody does things out of love, even if it doesn't seem like it. You know, like people people rob banks, right? You know, people rob banks because they need money. Why? Because they love money. Mm-hmm. You know, people attack other people. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Because they're at, at some root of it, there is something in that action that they're doing that they love. And I think that's the craziest thing. You know, love manifests itself in a bunch of different ways. Yes. Like, yeah. that always blows my mind. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I say all this to say, right? If there was all the right kind of love in the world, then I feel like there would be no problems. You know? Okay, this may sound so weird, but I literally saw this. Like, I saw you saying that. Really? Yeah. What? I saw you saying that. Like, Is this deja vu for you? No, it's like a vision, but I saw you Ooh, saying that. Okay, Raven. Sorry, sorry. But no, on that note, on that note, <laughs> I feel like when love becomes bad, the root of it is desire. I had this professor like a year ago, and she was just like, if we don't desire anything, then we're not alive. You know, Real. and I feel like True. because that person robbed that bank, it could be the love for the money or it could be like the desire to provide for your people and to like have a stable life. You know, it all comes down to the desire and what people want and what people need. 
And going back to your like original question of like what my definition of love is and what I feel like my love is, I feel like my love, love doesn't come with requirements. Mm. And I just understood that, like what unconditional mm. love means. And for me, I think that I give people these chances, even if they like done me wrong. And it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be platonic. Like a friend does you wrong and you don't talk to her no more of them. And you're like, oh my God, I still want to like check up on you. And it's not beef. I still love you. It's because my love is unconditional. Right. That that person doesn't even need to be there to receive it. You know? And Max, I was like, okay. Max. Even though you're not here, I'm going to carry that love with me, you know, because it's going to like it's going to bring me up throughout my day. Like it's going to make me wake up. It's going to make me go to sleep. And I think that's so hard to accept because like what you're saying, some people don't deserve the love. Some people don't. Yo, I agree. They don't. But it's there for you. It's there with you. And it really has nothing to do with that other person. And it's all like it's born inside you. Mm -hmm. So that's when I'm learning what my love is. It doesn't come with any requirements like you don't even got to show up. I just love you just because right. you are. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh my God. My pastor said one thing uh, one time. He was like, I love you, and there's nothing you could do, do about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, especially when it comes to romance, we like savor the word love. And you're like, oh my God, I can't tell him that I love him too soon because it's kind of tricky. And it's just like, no, you do love them. And we try to like have other words for it, like situationships. Or like lust, or mm. whatever it may be, and it's just like right. no, that's love. That's love, and that's okay. That's love. So, my question, right? <clears throat> say you say you with someone, right? And y'all just start talking, and he says, "I love you." Like after like the second time, y'all meet up. <laughs> yeah, I see your face right now, right? I right? wish I could see it, your face. Like it, I hundred percent agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you because it's like. Like, I also have that, that feeling of, like, unconditional love where it's, like, if I like someone, it's, like, it's because at the at the base of that like is, like, I love you, right? Mm-hmm. But I think saying I love you is, is, like, different than feeling that love for the person because it's, like, I feel like it's, like, a, I, I guess, like, a sense of connectedness kind of, mm-hmm. sort of, where it's, like, if I tell you, like, yo, I love you, yeah. you know, it's, like, now it's deep. Now it's like, it, I, yeah, it, it makes our relationship deeper. I feel like there's different terms of it. Like there's different types of love. Mm. If that person were to be like, I love you. And I'd be like, okay, in what way? Because <laughs> I just met you two weeks ago. True. And like, I'm also learning that people are going to fall in love with you. And that's just not out of the ordinary. Like you're completely lovable. And that oh, person yeah. is just like, I love you. Oh, great. I love me, too. Like, I love you, too. And that's like, of course you love me. Yeah. But <laughs> like, you're supposed to. <laughs> but it comes to, like, when I'm talking about, like, that deeper and that connection, mm-hmm. it's like the word choice. It's like, I'm in love with you. And for me, that means so much more than a simple I love you. Mm-hmm. So, What's the difference? I think when you're in love with somebody, it becomes romantic. And you're, like, you're in love with that person and, and you want that shit to be like long term and mm-hmm. that commitment and like whatever they do, you want to stick it out. And it's like sometimes I'm blind with the shit you do, but like it's because I'm in love with you. And that takes mm-hmm. it a different level. That wow. in for me does so much like word choices. I'm in love with you versus I love you. I love you because mm-hmm. like with friends, I don't tell y'all 
I'm in love with you. Right. Because if I said that, then we have a different conversation to have. Mm. But I Steph- say I love you. Because- <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, like Stephanie? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I say I love you because it is genuine. Right, and right. I love you in that way. Mm-hmm. But in love, I feel like certain things can be reserved right. for other people. Absolutely. So. I think about it. Like, it's like, yeah. Because people, people can like, like I, I guess like uh, in terms of like breakups, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, I love you. But I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you know, or, or it's, mm-hmm. it's different to be like I'm in love with you, and I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like th- those are two different things. Those are like two different things. You'd be like, yes, you can. You can do this. It's like <laughs> if, if you're in love with me, it's like, are you? Because like, no, I, that makes so much sense. It's like it makes so if, much you, sense, if you're yeah. in love with me now, right? It's like okay, so why can't we work this out? Yeah. It's like you love me, you care about me, but you don't want that commitment. That that in, mm-hmm. I never realized how important that in was. That in is it. like committed, like I'm here. I'm in trance with you, like we're, we're sticking it with it. But that love is just like it's a distance to it, mm-hmm. and it's still pure, like it's still valid. But can I can I ask you a question? Of yeah. course. Well, I asked Stephanie first. So oh, she's no. it. <laughs> have you ever been uh, in love with someone before? <laughs> you don't have to give names, obviously, but like, obviously, have you ever yeah. like been in love with someone before? Uh, like, how does that make you feel? You know, like. <laughs> Cause that's crazy. I, I, I'm gonna just say I've never been in love with anyone before, and no one has ever been in love with me. I've never ha- gotten that actually. Mm. But okay, um, <laughs> wow. it's so funny. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so have I told somebody that like I'm in love with them? Uh-huh. I, yeah, I think I have. Um, I think I have. <laughs> but at that stage of my life. It was just a different type of love than what I experienced recently. Gotcha. And no matter if, like, this is just personally with me by myself, I think that, oh, I don't know that in love is so deep and it's so strong and I'm so hesitant to put on put it on something that was temporary. Because once I really get there with somebody and I'm like, I'm in love with you, I think that's, like, that's it for me. So I haven't, at least not recently, ever told somebody I'm in love with them but have I felt it have I was like damn girl you still you still on this one it might be it might be love and I'm like yeah it might be but knowing that situation and knowing it's not what I want it to be I don't even want to place that like urgency or that powerful word or that phrase on it because you don't even deserve that our situation doesn't even deserve that and me I'm 19 and I have like plenty of people to meet and so much love to give that you haven't even received yet so crazy I'm 19. What? Um, but so like I haven't told anyone that I'm in love with them. Yeah. And when I do, just know that that's it. I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't met that great love yet or it right, hasn't right. like developed into that. You haven't met everyone who's going to love you. Who's going to love you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot who said that, but that was like a gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I said it. <laughs> hey, period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh oh, Mr. Loverboy himself, y'all. Kendall, like Ray, he's the most loving person. Mm-hmm. But Kendall feels love at oh, a very Kend- intense yes. Kendall, level. Kendall's different from me, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love love. Certified, man. certified. I, I, I <laughs> love love. Oh my gosh. Yo. Yeah, I have been in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and I can remember like I've I've only ever been in love with mm-hmm. three people in my entire life. Two of them, though. No. In. You're, how, what's your age? I'm 21. 21, exactly. Three people already. 
Yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's because cr- mm-hmm. it's like when I find, like I, I always tell you, it's like when I find that person, I know. Like yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. And it's like yeah. if I if I know I want you, then I'm gonna do everything in my mm-hmm. like in my ability to pursue you to let you know that I love you and I am in love with you. You know, there's. But did you tell them that? There's um okay so the first one the first one I ain't really tell them I was in love with them right because I couldn't fully like comprehend that feeling you know it was like it was in middle school you know <laughs> and, like it's so yeah. it's so young you know but it's like that's the first time I ever remember being in uh-huh. in love with someone and I like I mean I'll say the name it's Kira right mm-hmm. Kira is one of my closest my closest 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 mm-hmm. friends and I, I told her like every like I've I've told her multiple times like Kira was the first person I've ever loved right. And the second one, my ex, right? I told my ex that I was in love with her. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that I'm, like, in love with, for the most part, <laughs> they know. They know I've made, it, I've made it abundantly clear. The words have come out of my mouth. Like, I, I let people know who I, I am in love with, that I'm in love with you. Because if I'm in love with you, like, it is, it is clear. There is nobody else. Like, I have tunnel vision. Yes, you know, yeah, so it's yeah. like until there is, until there is, until there is, until until there is. but like when there is, mm-hmm. I love you. I'm not in love with you no more. Wow, mm. and I feel like that's what hurts. <clears throat> yeah, it's that jump. I feel like what you feel is completely valid, but sometimes I'm like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, like those words that you just said, did they not hold the amount of weight? If like, and I'm not saying this to you because we had our discussion about like how long it takes, right. but like. For some people, it's months. It's like, damn, you were just in love with me. Now you just love me. Like, where did it take? Like, what's going on? And that scares me because that, yeah. me, I go like, I want a real slow and soft and passionate love. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take my time. Like, I'm going to stress the importance of a like <laughs> oh, yeah. before I even get to a love. Oh, absolutely. for sure. And so it's like, wow, that scares me when I hear it. When people are like, oh, yeah, I was in love with them. And I thought I loved him, but I don't anymore. But that's the truth. And you can't, like, you can't beat that. Yeah. Mm, I haven't, I feel like. I, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I promise y'all, I'm not, my name is not Kendall. I'm not going to be asking <laughs> all the questions. I got one no, more I question. Not that, the host. That's, a, that's, that, that's the point of the podcast. I want, I want you guys to, like, feel comfortable cool, cool, asking cool, cool, questions. Cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, that. Because it's such a good topic. Yeah. But I want to segue into something that's a little, like, uh, it's a little risky. Oh. Um, oh. So. PG. Oh, I don't know. And, and I think y'all know where I'm going with this. I don't. Um, I don't no, come on. Use y'all contact clues. I don't, I, don't, I don't like nothing in my ears. Huh? Okay, so. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> Watch your fingers, booty on me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not in 409. <laughs> Not in 409. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, oh, my God. Man, we're, I'm trying to remember the question. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, um. Do you, okay, and I'm not asking this personally. I think I'm going to ask this as like a general question because I think this is like a big question for like a lot of people, especially people our age. Um, Do people get sex and love confused? Like, Uh, clarify that a little bit more for me. Like, okay, I think I asked it wrong because I I do think, well, okay, this time I'm going to come off with it. I think people get sex and love confused. I think they think they love a person because the sex is good mm-hmm. or they imagine the sex to be good 
before they probably even have sex with the person, right? Yeah, it's that sexual attraction. Right. Yeah. So what's y'all take on that? Because like that could be toxic really fast. So are um, just just to be clear, are you asking? Do you have to be like this? May not be what you're asking at all. Go right. ahead. Are you asking? Do you have to be in love with a person in order to have sex with them, or are you saying that like you like it's a little bit confusing for me? A little bit confusing for me. Let, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me really ask the question. Are you trying to like tell the difference between lust and love? Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of, and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's like okay, like I can tell y'all, like when I was younger, I always thought that like to be in love with somebody, like you have to like, like the sex has to be amazing, like you know, you have to actually be like oh, physically like attracted okay. you know, to that person, like attracted to that person, like the sex has to be like bomb for you to like love them. You know what I mean? And uh, it's like if it's not that way, like. Do you even love them? Like, does love even exist in that? Like, what's your take on that? Because okay. sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Like, I get, I mean, I've matured, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I'd be like, Racing, I was a little freaking dick back then. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh I, my god! <laughs> I still think I'm like, man, like, sex and love. Like, I don't want to get sex and loves confused because I know, like, when you have mm-hmm. sex with somebody, like, yeah, like. That may not be, quote unquote, love, because, you know, that could just be a one night stand. Y'all just met, so y'all having sex, like, on the first night, right? It's like, how do you even, like, make that, like, dichotomy for yourself? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, two things. One, I have had sex with a person and have not been in love with them. Got you. So, that is possible. Um, number two, I don't believe that, like, I do believe that some people believe that, like, sex has to be part of a relationship in order for, like that your love to be communicated that way. And I think that's because like their love language is like physical, like physical touch, mm-hmm. you know? Um, in fact, like I, I, it's my podcast. I'm fully transparent. Um, the only relationship I've ever been in, it like, it didn't last that long. Well, not, I, not, it didn't last that long, but like one of the problems that we were having was like, I wasn't really like, I was in high school. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was a young boy. Right. So I mean, like sex wasn't really on my mind like that. I just knew like, I loved you for like, who you are as a person and like the way that you carry yourself and all of the great qualities about you, you know, like I wasn't really that interested in sex, you know? So it's like, we ain't really like, like do nothing like that that often. Right. Like, I mean, we had like one time or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. like that was like a, where our miscommunication was. It was like one of the big miscommunications. Cause right, it was like, true. we're not having sex, blah, blah, blah. So like, I don't know if like right. you love me, blah, blah, blah. And it's just mm-hmm. like, like that's something that like needs to be clarified in a relationship for sure because absolutely yeah because like i know like one i didn't find that out until like we had broke up right and i was like you're telling me that the reason like you felt like i didn't love you was because i wasn't having sex with you like it like i think because like it's not as important on my mind you know it's like i didn't really like care that much about it like i just like love like you know i was like i i love deep like i love you for you i don't like the physical like it's cool i like that right but that's not my main reason why i'm loving a person you know so it's like you have to make sure that you and your person are on the same wavelengths you know it's like if if sex is like a priority in your relationship and let's talk about it you know like Let's like let me happen. Let let yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's like let's try and like find out like what the important things are in to us. Right. You know, so it's like we know like if we're on the same page or if we're not on the same page. Yeah. 
And I think it comes with like having those conversations very early on. Yeah. Because knowing like what you're looking for and what you want is very important. I think in your case, because you were in high school and we were young, and like we're just like pretending that we know what a relationship is supposed to be. Yeah. And so like we're getting these examples from our parents or like media. And so like your ex probably felt like, oh my God, he's not touching me, then I'm not lovable. Like he's not sexually attracted to me. And as women, we're taught very early on that like our worth it's equated if the man is like <laughs> finds you sexually attractive. Like I remember it was this thing on TikTok and it's very common. It's like, oh, if he doesn't take you out and pay for your meals, if he doesn't like pump your gas or some dumb ass shit, it's like, oh, your pussy not good. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like we're so often objected yes. for like our sexual abilities. And that's what I don't like. Um, for me, what I'm learning about my sexuality is that I think I'm demisexual, which means like in order for you to even think, think about somebody sexually, you have to have like a deep, strong, um, connection with them. You could be stuttering about it. (laughs) A deep, strong connection with it. And I feel like that just comes with like being patient and being slow and really getting to know that person intimately. Absolutely. Because if it's not that, then like you sitting and you talking to me about like, (laughs) it's funny because some people like, I know some men like. They only want one thing. Yes. And it's very clear mm-hmm. to me, very on when I'm talking to somebody, if that's what they want or not. Like, you, you can see it. Like, you, you just know. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. that's why a lot of people don't get so far with me because I'm just like, mm. you think you're going to get it and you're mm. not going to get it because mm. you're not even, you're not even like, it's not something you should like win, but you're not even putting in the effort. And so the value of it is like diminished. And I feel like for me, in your question, Ray, I think that sex is the way that you can show somebody that you love them deeply. And to me, that's sacred. And I know that's not like a common thought in our generation, yeah. but that's how it, that's how it holds weight for me. So, yeah, that's good. And it can that's be true. like conflicted. Trust me. I know, <laughs> I, I know certain people and they get it confused, but also that's valid too. With somebody sexually because sex holds power. It does. Yeah. I believe in soul ties hundred percent. Soul <laughs> ties are definitely a thing, man. Like you're literally like tri- like you're um I don't mean to like describe it in like this way, but like you're um what transferring fluids, like sharing fluids, energy. Like, energy, energy. Let's Lewis say, as well, but energy. Energy too. for sure. I think that's energy what you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy words. Fluids. <laughs> fluids. No, actually energy for sure more than anything, because energy is a real thing. Fluids is crazy. <laughs> no, I uh, 40 acres in a yo, y'all have to keep a tab of the things I've been saying tonight. The episode's the episode's gonna be called 40 acres in a meal. I'll help you. Oh my god, Spike Lee gonna be mad. Um, <laughs> Uncle Spike, <laughs> nah, but like that is a real thing, man. Like, sex definitely holds power, and I think like the generation now is like gets it confused with love, and I'm like, oh, it's not necessarily like love, like, I don't think we can conflate the two, um, you know, because yeah. it's like it's like you said, it's a way you can show somebody you love them, but. It could be lust. Like, you mm-hmm. could cheat on this person, you know? Like, you know, like you could be cheated on, like, by this person. So, I just don't think that it's, like, the same thing, obviously. But, I mean, they're similar, for sure. They're definitely similar. Um, and demisexual, um, I think I heard that term before. That, that no, I like that. Because that's, like, <laughs> I think, like, honestly, like, if, you know, like, 
if y'all do want this sex to be bomb, right? If y'all do want the sex to be good, like y'all gotta know each other. Yeah, Real. but a lot of people don't think that way. It doesn't mm. take all that for some people. I think the difference is, is like, because I caught myself like being sexually attracted to certain people. I'm like, why is that? Mm-hmm. It's because I love you. It's because like, oh my God, you're such a nice person and I have like this connection with you. And like, it takes just more time to get there and that's mm. why. And so maybe that's a lot. Maybe I'll come up with something. <laughs> I'll come up with something else. But like, maybe I'm just like, I haven't met that person. It's like, okay, I don't even got to know you. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have a history yeah. of things that we don't have to get into. But yeah. No, but I think like well, what you're saying is that like the connection matters more. And yeah. ultimately that's what like, I'm not going to tell people how to live your life, but like, come on, like, Get to know the person before, like you real. take their pants off. Like, come on, like but let's just be real. Sometimes you just want to be touched and. I'm about to say, I was like, I'm that's like, okay. Looking at that, looking at that, little man. I ain't gonna. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna be like fully truthful. Like, I believe that, like, like once you know the person, like that makes it better. That's you know? exactly. Like, there is that connection between you. Like, you know, like what that person likes, what they don't like. Right. You know? exactly. Simultaneously, though, like attraction, like to people, it, it's all like it can be like. Uh, uh, an emotional thing mm-hmm. but it can also be like a purely like physical thing because mm-hmm. like as humans like i it's like i hate this like comparison right i hate this comparison but like humans are technically like still animals right so it's <laughs> like what well, like, i hate to call myself an animal because i'm not but You're like animal. like <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like it's like in- instinctual kind of sort of where it's like we have like these instincts where it's like if we see someone attractive it's like oh damn it's like like they find me attractive, we find each other attractive. Mm. We could get at it. Now, I mean, mating, you know, mating. pretty much, you <laughs> know. On. But it's like, like I 100% agree that it becomes a lot better once you are yeah. like have an emotional connection with the person. But I, I'm not like in a hundred percent agreement that like you have to have an emotional connection. No, no, with yeah, them. no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. because like, oh, yeah, okay, like hookup true. culture is a thing. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. not, I mean, it, it's not for me, but like nothing against those people because like, I'm projecting. I, I yes. like, I, I understand. <laughs> cause it's not for me either. Right. Like I, I understand. Cause it's like, bro. I mean, sometimes like, I, like my love language is quality time, but I also like physical touch, you know? Mm-hmm. So Every it's like, everybody, everybody <laughs> ask a nigga what they, um, is, I promise you, they, uh, physical touch, you they, know, they, they you number know one thing is physical touch. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, real. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. but it's like, you know, like, I understand. Yeah, I mean, I I like to be held. <laughs> I mean, I like to be held. I like to hold. I mean, I, right. I sometimes I like the nasty. You know what I mean? But oh like, my God. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Yeah, but like, yeah. But like, I understand it's like a, a right, physical right. thing. But that I do 100 percent agree that once you have a connection with that person, it makes it like it makes it better. So much deeper. Like it's so much better because it's like. Your mind is stimulated, you know, yeah. with this person. Your mind, not only that's are it. you, sti- like, your that's mind it. is stimulated. Your, when your mind is stimulated, and it takes it to a whole new that level. That, to me, is sexy. Like, that right there? Yo, that actually, like, <laughs> that's, like, a tur- a big turn on, yo. Because, like, you get to know the person. I'm not knocking hookup culture. It's not for me, so... I apologize for it because I was actually projecting. Actually, I was telling y'all, like, you know. <laughs> but sometimes, <laughs> like, like, what do y'all feel about the people who like start at hookup culture and like get in a relationship? Good luck. 
People get attached. Yeah, they attached. do. Honestly, 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 for people that start up, start up, start off at hookup culture and then get into relationships, it kind of proves the point that y'all two were making, where it's like, like sex is like a powerful thing, yeah. you know? Because it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we was only like just fucking, but like, while well, we, I started to like him. Like well, duh, like, like you me. do the most intimate act you can with somebody That's and you act like your yeah, emotions like, shouldn't be involved. What the hell? Like, that shit no. don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> some shit that I'm, okay, I'm just. Some, some, some people are, some people are like, are like hypersexual, you know? Some people, oh, yeah. True. Absolutely. True. You know, some true. people are hypersexual. Some people also have like, it's just like, it, they, they, they desire, like it, it goes from that like love to that desire. They, mm-hmm. they have that desire to just like have that, that physical interaction because like, it, it releases the endorphins. I think that's the right word in, mm-hmm. in the brain. You know, yeah, where it's like, okay, it come feels, on, scientists. <laughs> it, it, it feels good. You know, you don't be on my Bill Nye shit. Come on, man. But, <laughs> Bill Nye shit. That's right. That's but right. it's like it, it feels good. So obviously, like you're gonna want to do what right. feels good. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. What, whether like an emotional connection makes that better or not, if it feels good to you, you're gonna want to keep doing. What feels good mm-hmm. until you find out what makes you feel even better. Yeah. Wow. True that's, shit. That's so. And, and you know what? Going back to what I was saying about how people get uh, sex and love like confused. I think the hookup culture. Yeah. Like how that could be toxic for like. And I say toxic because like there's always like one party who doesn't feel the same way the other person feels like, you know, um, if there's two people. Right. Right. And they're like hooking up every night, whatever like that. And. The other per like one of them are, are just doing it just to get off, right? They 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 don't love this person. You Sorry. better sing, you better sing. Hey, that give me uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, give me on is kinda toxic too, man. I'm about oh to say, my I god. I don't really <laughs> like giving on too much, but this song you No, this song does hit. Um that one person is just getting off, right? Like they're having a good time. Uh, probably should be in horny jail, but they're having a good time. Bro, horny jail. <laughs> Ray right. is judging y'all. <laughs> I'm not judging y'all. I love y'all. Bro, say, you should go to horny jail. <laughs> this is about. Put him up. I love y'all. Um, Lock that nigga. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the other person starts to love. Like they start to like feel like this and is going somewhere. What do you do with that now? When it's like they're not in the same place no more. Yeah. What do you do? Like. One person is just getting off, having fun, and then the other person is just like, no, like, I actually feel a connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I love you. That's what I'm saying. Like, sex and love can be confusing that way. But it's like, is that really love? No, because love has to be mutual. I got something to say. You know? Yeah. I got something to say. Let's go. Speak on it. When when you uh, when you when you doing a thing with someone. When you're doing a thing, thing. Right. When a uh, thing is thinking. Yeah, this is this, this, <laughs> this, this a part where I say, this, this is usually part where I say my line terms and conditions mm-hmm. where you was like, you established the terms. Oh and my God, y'all. But, but, but I'm, 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 I'm going to switch it up a little bit because everybody know my terms and conditions. Uh-huh. But I feel like that's the part where communication comes into play. Where it's like, if you were originally intended to like be hooking up with someone, right? And you guys both agree to that. Then it's like, y'all, y'all are hooking up. Y'all are doing y'all thing, right? But in the moment when someone catches feelings, right mm. you like one that's something that you have to communicate it's like i'm having feelings for you right and if the other person doesn't have feelings for you like you can't force them to have feelings for you right? that's number one yeah, 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 but yeah, number two if mm. that other person who doesn't have feelings for you and they know that you have feelings for them and they try and con- like to like 
keep continuing like this sexual interactions knowing that that other person has feelings for them that person is a fucked up individual yeah and that happens after that happens more than that is the fact. first part like yep. the latter happens more than the first part like bro people be playing with people they do people be playing with people man because if they give they want from you mm-hmm. then they know they can come back for more yep because you know? it's like it's oh I, I know you like me yeah, you know I mean, so it's like I mean, come through. Well, like I know, like you, like you like what I'm putting down. Yeah. So like <laughs> that's crazy. You know? These are these Ray. are wild things I'm hearing from Ray Crumbly tonight. <laughs> it's that wine. Uh, this no, it's the, the wine. wine kicking in. The, the wine, the wine kicking in. Oh Ooh, my god, I'm glad. Okay, this is gonna be my only cup, y'all. Bro, <laughs> bro, he can so giggly too. <laughs> you like what I'm putting down, bro? Say, Excuse me, Ray said, you know I'm laying down that lumbar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, no, oh like, my real, gosh. like real shit. Like people oh be gosh. playing with people, man. People out they here, they do. They can be very man. manipulative. Very manipulative. That's why I'm like, you gotta stop confusing the two. You know, they're similar, but like, you know, let's be real. You know, but if you just into the hookup, like, be real about that. But like, also, like, no, that communication definitely has to kick in. Yeah, you gotta be like, okay, I can't do this no more because I'm catching feelings. Da nah, like, but. So many times it doesn't go that way. Like people don't communicate. True, communication is a a really big part yeah. of a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Whether that's like a <clears throat> just a physical relationship yeah. or a platonic relationship or like mm-hmm. an emotional relationship, whatever it is, communication plays a humongous part. So Absolutely. both parties are on the same side. Absolutely. Um, Stephanie, you guys on the same page? Me and Kendall already had this conversation before. Oh, okay. Here's my like, I completely. You know, understand the terms and conditions. Mm. And I like that you like, you have some growth since we had this last conversation about like <laughs> communication. Come on, if somebody, yeah, you know, yeah. Shout out to growth. Catches feelings. <laughs> I think the whole idea is so stupid. The fact that like, I think it's stupid mm-hmm. when the person who hasn't caught feelings yet get loose the type of way because the other person has. That's mm. when it's stupid. But oh, hold on, wait a minute. Well, just, even even a quick it, question. Okay, go ahead. It, go even, ahead. When, <laughs> <laughs> even when the terms and conditions have been set, because okay. this is a projection. This mm. is me. Okay. <laughs> Once you do something that's so intimate, right, doesn't have to be love. Mm. That sex, like mm. that power, that connection you yeah. feel, that vulnerability you have with that other person. And you feel a type of way because that person's just like, oh, I might, I, you know, I maybe kind of like you. And even if that shit is fake because it's just like driven out of sex, it's like, damn, you're mad at that person because they couldn't get with the program. Are you serious? True. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. No, that's true too. What's that's your question? True. Okay. Um, man, <laughs> no. I, I almost forgot what you. What, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh my god. Oh my mic god. drop. Mic, <laughs> Stephanie, drop your mic. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh. Do you have? <laughs> you do. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I think I, I think I got one of them. Hold on. <laughs> Let me. Wait, it might be the wrong one. Let me. Go stream, Katie. Nope. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me. Shut nope. up. Shut nope. up. Nope. <laughs> Oh wow! Do, do you, I, I, I've had interesting. Five. I have one of them. It's like an ear horn. Like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yo, guys. Shut them oh. up. <laughs> got them on mute. Oh my gosh! No, I, I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Run back what you just said. Um, I just said that I think it's kind of stupid when the other party that's not emotionally attached. Feels the type of way mm-hmm. about the party that is mm-hmm. when they literally did that act that's so vulnerable. Right. Like, you're naked. 
emotionally and physically. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me that yeah. you're in your feelings. I like, but also I can't judge you because you have like detachment mastered. I want to be like you. Actually, how do I get like? <laughs> hey, right. How so, do I turn off okay, these feelings? So I can come out. Of I remember this. what I was going <laughs> to say. Got me in the trunk code. Come on. So you said when the other person who doesn't have the feelings feels some type of way, mm. right? Um, when you say like they feel some type of way, because I feel like that's like a, that's I, I feel like that's not like a, I, I feel like that only if like communication isn't proper in that relationship, mm-hmm. then that person will feel some type of way. I know? feel like communication is hard though. Communication is hard. And communication is hard. Communication is hard. And so we can justify like, oh, why didn't you just tell me? Um, Because I was afraid that you was thinking, like, you think I would be like a little punk ass bitch because I caught the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. communication is hard. But I feel like True. that's more on, the, more on the self than it is on the other person. Because if we're, we've if we've established the grounds for, like, let's communicate. Mm-hmm. I'm always 100% transparent with you. I want you to be 100% transparent with me. And if I'm always 100% transparent with you and you're not 100% transparent with me because you're afraid of, like, what I may think of you, then I feel like, like, in, like, it, it, quote unquote my case like i would be allowed to feel some type of way because i've been truthful with you from the jump you know and like if you're telling me like you have feelings now then it's like how long have you felt this way oh i felt this way for a while why don't you tell me when you first had them because Mm -hmm. like now i feel bad because i feel like i'm hurting you you know Mm -hmm. because if if you didn't tell me that you were feeling like you were feeling me in this way and now we're like and now we just can't continue doing this then it's like i have to reflect on myself it's like Okay, like now I feel like I'm the bad guy for continuing this. But like whole time, I ain't know you felt like this. I thought you just like get the yin yangs. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. I, you know? I definitely understand that. But communication isn't like what you were saying. It is indeed hard. It's hard. Like it's a lot easier said than done. It's so vulnerable. Yes, yes. everything is easier said it than is. done. Yeah, and absolutely. I think, I think it's funny because it's like <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're on the outside of a situation, it's like easier to look at the situation mm-hmm. with like logic <laughs> and understanding. Yep. But it's like when you're inside that situation, it's like there's so many other factors that go into it because it's just like on, on paper, it's like one plus one usually equals two. Right. But like, a one like in the relationship like in that in that situation it's like one plus one should equal two but if the one that i'm adding on to the other one if that other one got like got like four side bitches or some shit and that one plus one really equal like six you know right. so like there's like fractions like there's there's different there's bits fractions of y'all <laughs> Candela's coming out with the science and Look, the math man. i ain't gonna lie man this I- is emerson <laughs> you're losing me with the numbers sir. Look, man, when, I, when i go on the podcast i get in a different bag bro give me the metaphors and similes and i can stop <laughs> But it's like, you know, there's like, there's layers to it. Yeah. You know, there's always that's layers to it when you're in the situation. Everything yeah. that's not black and white, that shit becomes gray real fast. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I stay away for that shit. That's Either, like, I'm, <laughs> I saw this on TikTok. It's like, together forever, together forever. Like, either you're in love with me, or I don't want to, not in love, okay, because we just had this conversation. But either, like, you want something serious, or like, not even serious. I think previous. I wasn't where I'm at right now, but I'm matured. Yes, yeah. mature. I matured, okay? <laughs> I recognize that I fell victim to, like, the hot girl summer uh, mm. propaganda, mm. and I fell victim mm. to just having fun and a good time. But, okay, where I'm at right now, like, if that person is not, don't want something, like, committed or long, not long-term necessarily because you don't have any control about how long you have 
with that person. But if you're not trying to get to know me as a full flesh, multi-dimensional person, more than just a pretty face, people like a person got trauma and some issues, mm. but working on it, I don't want no problem with you, bro. Yeah, Go bro. ahead and get yeah. out your way. Because I think that happens so much when somebody really knows about you and learns about you that you're not this easy, like, catch or you're not this easy person that can just, like, laugh with and joke around with. <laughs> it's like, oh, you really got problems? You got issues? I got to be there for you? I'm good. <laughs> and then, damn, like, recognize how that makes the other person feel. Mm-hmm. So just being very intentional with people's time. Yes. Like, absolutely. one of my biggest pet peeves was like, okay, you're going to waste my time. Don't waste my time. Period. Uh-huh. State what your attentions are from the jump, and let's move on from there. Period. So I just respect honesty, intentionality, and mm. consistency. Mm. And that's me honesty. being a better person. Yeah. Oh, honesty. Wait, what is Honesty, it? consistency, consistency, and intentionality? Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Thank no, you. that's so true, man. That's I'm so growing, true. y'all. That's why I was like, you know, that, that hookup culture, y'all be safe. Y'all be safe. Because... It's not for a lot of y'all. It's not. I definitely considered it at one point. Uh-oh. Tell us about it. No, I want to know the story. I want to know. I, um, so when I was 18 years old, when I turned 18, um, I, well, I started my freshman year of college back home in Miami. Mm. Um, if, if y'all know anything about Miami, Miami is the party city. The city, you know, where you hook up to, you know, to, <laughs> we got cases of a lot of stuff. <laughs> um. So, unfortunately, um, what? <laughs> yo, Miami, be, Miami be wilding. Hey, yo, <laughs> Miami be wilding. Bro said we got cases. Loud stuff. <laughs> yo, Miami be wilding. But um, I considered it one time because well, I downloaded Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all those dating apps, <laughs> and I was like, man, like this isn't for me. Because when I was like looking at like what people wanted, how bad they wanted it. Like, I was just like, man, like I'm playing myself right now. Cause I know I don't want to start off like this, you mm-hmm. know? Cause like I said, I've never been in love with someone. So it's like, I think I was trying to find love on the apps and I'm not saying like those apps, you can't find love. Like you can't be in love with someone. You can't find the love of your life. Cause some people do. I'm about to say my, um, I, I set my friend up on Tinder and she with her boyfriend. They've yeah. Been like three years now. Look like that works, you know, like it yeah. works, but I have, like the time I was on it, man, it was not like it was. Apps. It wasn't given, you know. It wasn't like really like doing what it said it's supposed to be doing. So um, I kind of just went off, but yeah, I was considering it for a bit. But I was like, nah, I'm not that person, man. I'm not that person. But I was also influenced too by just people in my ear saying like, oh, like you know, you bring in a tossing masculinity thing is a whole nother thing, right? Because people right. are just like, you a man, you're supposed to be fucking around. You're supposed to be doing all this, and it's like that's what I they tell want- you. What they tell y'all? Huh? That's what they tell you? That's what they Look, tell you? No, I ain't. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be truthful. Like, yeah, I, I've always heard, like, yo, you young, bro. Like, yeah. Like, I, oh, they, everybody always tell me, like, yo, you young, bro. You're going to have mad time to, like, right. be in love, be in a relationship or whatever. Yeah. Just live your life, man, bro. Like, go around. Just, like, do what you got to do. Like, don't worry about, like, being in real relationships. Just live your life, live man. Live your life. Live, live your life is a, oh, the common one. It's you know like, one thing I heard, too? What? And I'm so mad that I got to repeat this. People were like, live your life because hoes come and go. That's but what isn't I Isn't love I living? Like, isn't love living? Like, isn't that a part of living? It is. Finding love? It is. But. How did we get so far removed from that? And here's, mm. here's what I think it is. 
Here's what mm. I think it is. This one I want to say. That's a really say. good question. This one I <laughs> say. A really good question. That all love isn't good love, right? Because I feel like these people find the love in the lust. Mm-hmm. They love to that's, lust. That's they, what they, I was saying earlier. They love the physical, yeah. and they were, and they're projecting. You know, it's like, it's like uh, you're a guy. You know, I love the physical. He loves the physical. You should love the physical too. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like right. right. Not all love is good love because like love and lust. Yeah, they're like two separate things. But love, like people have a love to lust. Right. People have a love for the physical. So they project that onto us because as guys, it's like you guys are supposed to love the physical. You're supposed to. You know, like in in the society that we live in, it's like, and it's like, it's horrible. I'm not like saying it's good or anything, but the society we live in, it's like women are like, are viewed as like objects, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, like as guys, everybody's always telling us, informing us like, yo, it's like, bro, just like. Go fuck around, man. Just like go, go get some bodies. By me, blah, blah blah. It was like, that's like the wrong way to live. That's the wrong way to live. You know, it's like, it's it's not right at all. Like, like living your life, living your life isn't isn't fucking around. You know, I mean, unless it is to you, but you also have to understand that, like, like I feel like a lot of guys don't like. I I, I hate to generalize, but like I feel like a lot of guys have trouble understanding that, like. Women are people, yes. you know, people that aren't guys yeah. are also people, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's that's the problem with a, a lot of guys nowadays. And I feel like that's a, a lot of the problems with like older guys talking to like the younger dudes, you know, because there's like it was like, yeah, man, it's like, you know what I was doing when I was your age? Man, yeah. I can't even talk. You know, it's like you got three baby mamas now. That's what that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. You know, and it's like that, that was one thing like I, that always like upset me when I was growing up because it's like I couldn't even really have like like female friends without people speculating oh that like we was, we was doing something because it's mm. always like it's always perceived that like if you're friends with a woman then it's like oh y'all are like yeah y'all are fucking yeah for you sure know? like and that's like <laughs> I feel like that's why I like I love so deeply now because it's like I'd never like I've I've never subscribed to that belief you know I'm always like, I like I see women as people, you know. Which like, is it anything to like be proud of? That should be the standard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that should be the standard. Let's, yeah, you know? let it be the standard. I Preach, see women man. as people. I'm not every woman I'm interacting with isn't for the intention to mm-hmm. like have sex with them or to mm-hmm. have a relationship with them. You can be friends with women. Yes, you know, for the people that like that they don't understand it you can be friends you can be friends with, with the woman. women you know you know why because we're friends with stephanie who's sitting right here that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's proof you guys <laughs> it's proof <laughs> stephanie's our black friend yes you know? <laughs> i am the talking girlfriend but, like, <laughs> but, but not even though yeah. not even because it's like you know like even like i mean if you if you end up catching feelings for that that female that you're friends with that's cool. Right. You know, like that, that could happen along the way, but that doesn't happen in every situation, you know? And that's like one thing I've, I've always hated ever since a child, every, like every time, like I, especially like my family, like growing up, the people around me was always like, Oh, you know, he's like hanging out with her. You know what I mean? That's a little girlfriend, but mm-hmm. because we're friends. Cause if, yeah. Right. Like I, what? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. That's crazy. I'm, I, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all not y'all don't have friends like yeah but it also like, goes back to like those hetero norms yeah like men and women can't be friends mm-hmm. and if he's trying to be your friend and he really just sees you like sexually and attractive mm-hmm. like fuck that shit like no stop stop, stop. and it goes back to what we're so saying weird. like 
men don't see women as like people and it's yep. so crazy and it's so weird that's oh my god man that, i need to fix that like i don't know what's going on with y'all but y'all need to fix we gotta yo and we doing it right now by talking you know you i mean you know like spreading the word because it's just like man like i know so many people back at home who just have that mindset and it's just like why do you like why do you operate that way bro right. like what the hell like i have so many friends as women and it's like we're friends because it's like we're like I understand them as people, like you know, like they're my homies. Like these people are like sisters, you know. Like and sometimes, like I hate saying the sister thing because it's like I have to, like I feel like I have to overcompensate, like just with like explaining myself that I'm not attracted to this person. Because if I say sister, then it's like okay, they'll lay off on me because like why would I, why would I be attracted to somebody who's my sister, you know? Right. But it's like I hate saying that because it's like I don't have to explain myself to you, like no. yeah. you know, like that's. That's that's crazy to me. Like my like one of my best friends right now is uh, Savannah. Like people thought we were dating for the longest. Like really? I'm like no, we're like literally brothers and sisters. Like y'all should actually come around and see how we interact. Like <laughs> y'all would be like, oh, I don't see this. I, I don't see dating in your future at all. Yes, because we don't want that. <laughs> y'all yeah. crazy. People are crazy. But no, going back to the older people, a lot of time it's the older generation, and I'm just like. Do you see your life now? Mm. <laughs> real. Do you see your life now? That's no, so real. So real. Because if I think about my dad, oh my God, ever giving me dating advice, and which he tried <laughs> to do last time I see him. Thanks. You're a plum fool. If I think, if you think I'm gonna listen to you, mm. you're a plum fool. Yeah. You said you said you're a plum fool of you broccoli. Are, no, no, you're a, <laughs> like <laughs> you're a plum fool. You ever think I'm gonna listen to you? Yo. And how dare you try to like? question me and what right. i'm doing who right. i'm doing it with how dare you right because you see your like come on guy i'm not even gonna put his business out there, yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. but like it's ridiculous because you have no yeah. authority you yeah. have no place absolutely and you're still trying to figure out how to love and what that looks like at your big age at your big age, <laughs> your big age. come on now oh my god i will say i will say you know no doubles advocate no i but okay <laughs> but I, I will say you're gonna play devil's advocate <laughs> i will say Love knows no age, right? Where yeah. it's like, you don't, like, you could be like, you could be like two, right? Just an example. You could be two or you could be like 75. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in that range, you could have never experienced what love actually was like until oh, you were 76. You know, so yes. it's like, love, you don't, you don't, love, you find out what love is through experience, right? Yes. But I hate when people that like, don't really know what it is or truly never really felt it be trying to give out advice and be like yo here's what you're supposed to do yeah. you don't even got your shit straight no. so how are you gonna tell me no. how to do it if you got your your yeah. shit in a little a I little knot you feel me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god i hate those people i'm just like you <laughs> I can't even talk because it's like, yeah, I, I'm flabbergasted, yeah. bro. Yeah, when I when I hear people uh -huh. like, oh my god, go on because I can't talk. Okay. Mekian speak. It's <laughs> <laughs> accent. No, but like also on Kendall's point, I understand that love has no age. But like in our positions as young folks, we right. look at our parents as examples. And I know recently, but not too recently, mm. I was going through something, and I looked at my mom. I'm like. What do you want me to do? Like, what should I do? Like, tell me what to do, right? Because she did the same thing when it came to my sister. Like, my sister is in the situation or this relationship with this dude that she's been in with 
since they were in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And like very on and off, back and forth, and my mama doesn't approve of it. And she's like, you don't need to do that because he's going to do this and this and this and this and this. Me, I have always been like very level-headed when it comes to men. Right. Very logical. Very like, oh, you're not really adding nothing to my life. You're adding a lot of stress, so I'm going to dip. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean like it's a clear cut, clean off because I have feelings and it's just not always on. But I'm not very hesitant to be like, okay, I'm going to go. Even sometimes I'm too hesitant doing it and I like regret it. But anyways, it's a different story. Um, <laughs> um, I regret it. I'm just kidding. Um, but what else I going to say? So I came to my mom. I was just like, um, what should I do? Let me know. She's like, she's like, I can't tell you that. Like, I can't tell you what to do, and I know you want me to, but you need to figure this out by yourself. Real. And I'm like, but no, no, you're supposed to tell me. I want you to tell me what to do. I want to be smart. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be dumb and stupid. I don't want to be like this other person. Like, I want to be smart with it. Oh, well, you're going to figure that out. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, where do I go from this? Yeah. Where do I go? Especially because my parents are married. Right. And I have never seen that firsthand. Mm-hmm. So exactly what example do I follow? Is it the movies? Okay. That shit is not real. Right. right. And we're writers and we're artists and we know that shit is fake. Right. So where do we go? Mm-hmm. And what do we do? Mm-hmm. And so I really had to like confess to myself that I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't. So either you're going to stick it out with me. When yeah. I'm just like ignorant. Yeah. Or you gonna, we going to learn together. Yeah. Or it's just going to be constant like miscommunication. Yeah. 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 Real shit. Can I throw a sidebar real quick? At what age... Or uh, like I'll, I'll say I'll say for me first, and y'all could like say if you agree with it, or like if you ever like felt like this. This is like complete sidebar, but I mean kind of like um, when I was younger, right? I've always I feel like this is like for everyone. I I used to look at my parents as like a resource rather than a person, you know. Yo, where, you know yeah. where it's like my my mom always provides for me, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like whenever I need something, I'll go to mom. Mom got me with this. Mom got me with that. You know, it's like I used to like <clears throat> I used to have like such a like a like a self-centered view when it came to parents because it's like they're my providers. You know, like whenever I like I need something, I'm going to them, right? But then it's like you realize at like a I mean I don't remember what like the age I finally realized it, but it's like your parents also like have like had hopes not had but like have hopes and dreams and visions in their own life and they've experienced love they've experienced loss you know and it's like i remember like when i like finally like comprehended that Mm -hmm. it was like crazy because it's like being looking at your parents as like a person rather than as like a resource is like a a crazy realization Mm -hmm. you know it's like i it may just be me you know i don't i don't know if anybody else has felt like that but like go ahead yeah i like I, i remember just like if I ever needed, I don't, I don't even really like asking my mom for stuff too, mm-hmm. because it's like, I always like, I've always had the mentality of like, I always want to do it on my own, you know? But it's like, I know like if I ever really needed something, I can go to my mom, you know? Cause like my mom got me, my mom go give me this. My mom go do that. My, my mom go take me to the zoo, you know? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. My, all those like my mom has always been like a, a like a, a resource. And like, she's still like, I still trust my mom as like a resource. And like, I know I can go to my mom for everything, but now I see my mom in the light. It's like, my mom is a person. Yes. You yes. know, my mom is a person. My, 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 my dad is a person. My stepdad is a person. These are all people, yes. you know? Yeah. And it's like, not like I, I used to just like see them as like the things that they provide for me because like I was like in a, like there was, it was always like a, like a hand down type of position to them. 
you know. But like now I'm in an age where it's like I can talk with my parents and understand like their like their uh their brain processing like the things that they've been through in life. And I've I've always found that crazy. Bro, I'm the same way. Um I always thought of my parents to be like superhuman. Yeah. Like they shouldn't do no wrong. They can't do no wrong. And like whatever's thrown at them, they got it. Like they gonna handle it. Like they gonna take care of it. And um that was a very warped like view. Cause it's like that's not like reality for nobody, you know? Right. Uh, nobody's perfect, but I thought they were perfect people. Um but like I think going off of that, like um going off of that. I think of my dad because I don't have, like, the... <laughs> sorry. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Your reaction, bro. <laughs> I don't have... I don't have uh, the strongest mm-hmm. relationship with my father. And um, when I look at him as a person, like... And I'm not saying this, like, excuse, like, his behavior and, like his absence from my life. Um, he, and I don't mean absence like physically. Cause like he lived in the same house as I did, but like emotionally he was very absent. Um, and like when I think about his life, his father was absent emotionally from his life. And I think physically as well, you know, so he didn't even see his father a lot. Um, and it's like, wow, like that kind of explains the pattern. Um, and it's like, I only started thinking like that like a year or two ago. Like I always knew my dad wasn't like always like emotionally there for me, but like I didn't really know where that came from until like I started to look at him as a person and like realize like, Oh, like he's been through a lot. Like he just wasn't ready to be a dad. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? That didn't excuse the BS of it all. Cause I'm cause you know, I'm still hurt. You know, it's a pain that would never go away actually. But, um, I feel like it makes me love him, actually, right? Because it's like my, um, and I explained this to you, Stephanie, on FaceTime. Remember when we talked about this? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you have to decipher. Mm, that was a good word. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, my vernacular is amazing. Um, <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm spitting. Hey, I'll up. be reading. Um, you have to decipher the difference between... Um, Potential. Potential, yes. Potential and projection. Because they are going ham over here. What they do? Crazy. Your floor um, crazy. <laughs> I be minding my business. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Uh, you got to know the difference between potential and projection. Because, mm-hmm. like, I had to learn that, like, as of recently. Like, I kept projecting this view of how my father should have been or who he should be now. Mm-hmm. Especially since I'm older, I'm like, yo, you got to support me, like, in what I'm doing, because you're not doing it. Right. You're not supporting me. I'm not feeling it. But is that his potential? No. His potential could be to be a better person, as he should. That should be everyone's potential. But his potential is not to be a better father or to even be a father. You know what I mean? And I could probably hate him for that, but I don't choose to. I choose to love him. Because I think when you think about the reality of things, you have to accept the reality. You can't accept the fantasy. So mm-hmm. I love him. I do. Um, but it's still hard, you know, because it's just like, what the fuck? Like, 
I'm sorry. You just said something that was hard. You said, you, you, said I, you have to accept the reality and not the fantasy. You got to accept the reality and that not was the hard. fantasy. That was, that was a hard line. You know? And, yeah, like, it took a long time for me to accept that with him because I always have my mom. I always have my grandmother. But it's like, damn, like, I always wanted a father, you know? I could get emotional right now, but I'm not because I've cried too much about this. Mm. Um, but, like... I always wanted a father, like someone like, you know, those corny dads to be like annoying their like little children, like about like the simplest shit. Like I wanted right. that, you know, um, but I never got that. And I, and I actually seek that out, um, unconsciously. I mean, not unconsciously, subconsciously. I seek that out in like older men. Like every time there's, there's like an older guy that like, like a mentor or something. Like, I'm just like, Oh, I treat it as if, like, that's my father. Uh, you know? I what you're saying. And I never really understood that until, like, recently. I'm like, oh, that's why I act that way. Because, like, I never had a dad. So, like, I, <laughs> well, you know, I, I see them as a dad. Valid, valid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, nah, like, I see my dad as a person now. Just like you were saying, like, I see him as a person, you know, who wasn't ready to be a father. And I have to love him um, because his journey wasn't... Um, supposed to be like I, w- I guess I was supposed to be included in his journey unfortunately mm-hmm. it sounds really sad but that's just the reality that's real it does sound really sad yeah but it's also like you have to accept that yeah. unloveliness that yeah. he couldn't give you yeah and that really hurts yeah but I want to tell you that you're so lovable thank 100% you. and you're so loved thank you thank you thank you and I understand that you have came to a point of your journey of peace Mm-hmm. And like yes, it brought me a lot of peace. You actually. know, yeah. of like saying, "You're just not the person I need you to be." Yeah, but for me right now, it's <laughs> like you were his responsibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He laid down. Yeah, with your mom. Yeah, he did what he had to do, yeah. and it made you, and it made you and your siblings. And I feel like six of us. I know, right? Right. <laughs> and you're the baby. I am. Yeah. Right. So it's like okay. Maybe he's not the best father. Maybe he's not the best lover. But you still have responsibilities to be there for your child physically and emotionally. And just because you don't think you're ready for something doesn't excuse you for your, like, incompetence yeah, yeah, at really. all. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not fair on you it's and not, on the child. It's not. But I think you're so brave and you're so strong. It took a long time to I know. Because I was literally waking up every day, like, crying, like, really confused, really stressed. And I'm like, man, like, I want to be better. I want to feel better. Like, I want to be happier. Like, that's what I like. I like to be happy. Right. And it's like, let me just do this for myself so I can be at peace, you know? Like, let me do it for myself. Because it's it's like, when, like he doesn't even know I'm going through this. That's the thing. Mm. So it's like, he doesn't even care. So it's like, I'm just the one over here stressed out. Right. Like, let me be better for myself, you know, so I don't have to carry that and, like, Put that energy on other people and carry that to my children because uh, I would not be that father. I would be a totally different dad. Oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, my God. I love I love kids. I love little. I love kids. Oh, my God. I can't wait to have my own. Like, I know I'm going to be wait. really good. <laughs> 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 Your ass better wait. 
I know I, I'm gonna wait for some time. I catch myself saying that a lot. I catch myself saying like, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know. Yeah. I, like this when I told you like I had that realization last night. That mm-hmm. was something I also like call myself saying. You as I was like, I can't wait till I fall in love. I can't wait. Till, but it's like I can't wait. You yes. know, it's like I'm excited for it. But it can wait. It can wait. You know, and like I'm I'm excited for the current present moment that I'm in. Because I know that moment's gonna come and I'm gonna re- reflect and miss the times that I'm having now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, true. So true. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like so I'm gonna have kids and I'm gonna be like, damn, yeah. remember, remember we, we was chilling in Steph's room? Like, <laughs> yeah. me, me, Ray, and Steph was potting. Man, good times, you know? We didn't have no kids. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I'm not a little nigga just running around everywhere <laughs> screaming, you know what I mean? But like, no, yeah, yeah, you it you can definitely wait. You can definitely you can definitely wait. wait. Oh wait. Like you you were excited. We're excited for yes. the things, but it's like accept the present, live in the moment. Yeah, absolutely, live in the moment, man. Oh my god, like I wanna I wanna travel, you know. Yeah. I want I want to go places, man. Before so I can take them places, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I want to share that with them, share that experience with them, you know. True. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, we had like an hour and thirty minutes. Are we? Yeah, that's I, crazy. It don't feel like it. We be like, yeah. That's one thing about podcasting. It's like you talk, and it's just kind of like mm-hmm. it, you don't even realize how time yeah. passing. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh-huh. You know. So uh, the one last thing I want to ask y'all, you know, before I wrap it up is like, uh, I'll start with Steph. Uh, <laughs> or or I'll start with Ray, or whoever wants to go first. Steph can go first. I, talk, <laughs> I feel like I talk a lot. What's What's one takeaway you want people to know about love? One second about love. <laughs> um, I don't know. The first thing that just came up to my head that it's just like it's not easy. Yeah. But you don't have to stick around for the hardness and the rough parts at all, especially being so young. I think what I'm learning is like, like I said before, I want something that's very small, like soft and. I want something that's very. (laughs) I want something that's very like smooth, okay? And like. (laughs) That lumbo. Oh my god! (laughs) You're digging the grave. I'm so sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's something that's like easy going, especially in the beginning. For sure. And I think that you can build a connection, and you can Mm. be like, okay, I'm gonna work with this. Mm. But like debunk all that shit like oh love is so hard and you gotta like work so much for it and you gotta do this and you gotta take somebody through the gutter and yeah, like get them out yeah. no no it's okay to say no like it's okay to be like no i still love you but i'm gonna love you from a distance mm-hmm. you know and that's one thing i'm really learning about myself like people just don't have to be that person for you to love them and they don't have to like be there to like witness or to receive your affection because that's when they're not deserving of it. People, everybody's deserving of love, but they're not deserving of your affection and the effort it takes. Sometimes they don't even deserve to feel your love because mm. that's unique. Mm. That's what I'm learning. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're great. You're amazing. Yeah. But you're not the person I need you to be. You're not my perfect lover. Yeah. So you're not going to get my affection. Yeah. Like so I feel like that's what people work for when it comes to love, mm-hmm. that affection. Yeah. So that's one takeaway I want to say. That's a big takeaway. That's, that's a, a good, good takeaway. takeaway. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It was a little rocky getting here, but we made it. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think mine's is like understand that you are loved. 
right? Understand that you are loved, um, first and foremost, mm. because God loves you. Mm-hmm. God loves God loves us all. So understand mm-hmm. that you are loved, um, but also understand that, um, man, this is a big one. Understand how you want to be loved. Understand how you want to be loved for sure, because we don't want that love that hurt. Okay, we don't, we don't want that Whitney and Bobby. You know what I mean? We don't want that. Um, <laughs> you know, so understand how you want to be loved. Um, you know, seriously, actually understand that. And that's going to take some time. Everything takes time. Nothing happens overnight, um, especially things that, like, matter and, you know, that's meaningful. It takes time. So understand how you want to be loved. Um, yeah, but ju- but just know that you are loved because I feel like some people – don't know that. And sometimes, you know, things that you go through, you, you don't feel that. And that's valid. But understand that you are loved. That's a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. I would say my takeaway, um, <clears throat> the one thing I want people to know about love is um, there is no one form of it. Love comes in a bunch of different forms. Love is unique to every person, uh, every relationship. Find out what your definition of love is mm-hmm. and flourish in that you know um yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's it <laughs> well, he said flourish wait can i ask one more question go ahead no. go ahead go ahead go i think ahead. i wanted to uh, touch just a little bit on pl- like platonic love like the love that we have for each other right mm-hmm. like just like because i feel like that's the type of love that like never goes away you know what i mean or like that's the love that like is always in your back pocket like I could, like, be dating someone and then, like, have problems, but, like, I can go to y'all about those problems, you know, like, my, like, friends, you know, people who I platonically love. So, like, do you guys, like, and I I mean, I feel like this is a dumb question for y'all because I know y'all cherish it, but, like, how much do you cherish your, like, platonic love over, like, I mean, versus, how, like, how much do you cherish your platonic love versus your romantic love? So, uh... I'm going to speak on it because, like, it's, like, something I, 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 like, really, really, like, just, just, like, experience, you know? Yes. Um, I really cherish my platonic love. I also really cherish my romantic love, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, it's been hard for me for, like, to, the, like, really, like, fully grasp, like, the feeling of my platonic love because of, like, I how long I've had it. And it's, like, it's, like, I know it's here, yeah. you know? And I feel like sometimes I take it for granted. And when it's, like, my r- romantic love, it's, like, I'm searching for that. That's what I want. Like, I yeah. have the platonic love. But, like, like I was saying, last night, you know, like, I sat in my room and I was speaking to my friend, like, and I cried, you know, because it's, like, I realized, like, like, I do take it for granted. And, like, platonic love is, like, how Im- how important that is how important it is to us as people to like have people around us that care about us you know and it's like like not every day is promised to us you know not every day is promised to us the future is full of uncertainty right but what we do have in the moment is those people around us that like care so deeply about us and that we care so deeply about you know it's like i couldn't imagine like like, like I, I had a life before I met all of you, right? But I couldn't imagine what my life would be like now if I haven't had met you guys. You know? You know, but it's, it's just like, like, it's so important. It's so important. Like, 
you can search for romantic love. I feel like everybody deserves to have romantic love. But I also feel like before you get romantic love, I feel like everybody deserves to have pl- platonic love. Mm-hmm. Because romantic love may last forever. It may not last forever. But platonic love is always going to last you know, it may not be in that form of like that friendship that you've had, you know, maybe I mean, friendships break. Right. Yeah. That does happen. Habits. But platonic love you can have with multiple people yeah. and having multiple sources of people around you that care and love you and support you is extremely important. Yeah. So. Love me as a friend first. Real. Mm. That's all I ask. Um, I completely agree, Kendall. I think that was so beautiful. So beautiful. Yes, man. That yeah. was extremely beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. I think one thing that goes, like, unrecognized when it comes to, like, platonic relationships is that you also have to, like, put an effort for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we, like, depend on our friends so much. We put so much effort, like, weight on them for them to, like, okay, be there for me. Yeah. But it's like, mm. <laughs> like, come on, checking in your friends, like, be there for them when they need you and vice versa. And I feel like I have cut off. A lot more platonic relationships, you know, because they just simply weren't there. And it was one-sided. Like, unrequited love appears in platonic friendships. It does. And I think with people like us, we're so caring. And we're going to show up for other people so many times. And it doesn't even matter if they, like, reciprocate. But sometimes you just have to be like, no. Like, I feel like you're just taking advantage of the love I have for you. Even if it's just, like, a listening ear. Like, We've been on this FaceTime call for an hour, and you still have not asked me how my day been mm-hmm. or how oh I am. Oh, my God, yes. What is that? Yeah. That's not friendship. That's oh, not. Yeah. That's, That's so not. selfish. It's selfish. So, like, sometimes you just got to snip, snip. And once you do <sighs> snip, snip, you meet new people who show you what that looks like, uh-huh. who show you what friendship means. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I had a friend the other day try to, like, guilt trip me, like, you don't even like hang with me no more. Like you don't like call me, and I'm just like, uh, when I did previously, it was not reciprocated. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you felt that way, why didn't you reach out? Because my phone's always on. I pay I pay my bill on time. Actually, <laughs> so like, my bills are paid. My bill, like, I pay my bill on time. So like, why don't you like call me, check in with me? Yeah. You know where I live, like. Of course. Don't guilt trip me. Of course. That's why we're going Stop. on like a friendship date on Friday, guys. Hey, yeah, we're yo. going out to dinner. 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 Going out yeah, don't don't guilt trip your friends. Uh-oh. Okay, be honest with we, yourself. We back on it. <laughs> <laughs> Call them out, right? Gotta say that because it's like people would try to do that, and it's like you know I'm not the problem. Oh my god, he's not the problem, guys. You know no. I'm not the problem. Like oh people gosh. would do that, and it's like, bro, like you didn't even put the effort in, so now you mad at me because I'm not like, and like I used to be that person to like chase and chase after a friend you know to mm-hmm. get their attention but it's like i'm too grown for that man like really? like let's be honest i'm like, getting old i'm getting old you know what i mean and it's like there's a there's this word called reciprocation okay mm-hmm. like i didn't understand that when i was seven but now i <laughs> now i do but i feel like a lot of times those Come like on. friendship breaks up hurt more because you become so adjusted yes. to that person really? yes it it's, definitely hurts yeah i went through something like that on campus recently mm-hmm. with a friend here and i'm like when I see them, I'm like, hi. And yeah. they're like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, is it yeah, me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's real. It's yeah, not that deep. Yeah. But, yeah. That's crazy. Damn. 
All right. Well, uh, wait, do y'all want to leave off on a good note? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't like a bad note, but I don't know. It just like, Look, we all love love. You know we, love I mean? love. we all understand there's layers to love. And we all love each other. That's why we all sat down for like an hour Absolutely. or whatever, like 40 minutes. Two hours. Yeah, oh just God, about crazy. having conversations, you know? So I just want to thank the both of you guys for of course, being on bro. the podcast today. Of you course. know, Thanks for having um, us. This is fun. I, I like uh, the one thing I like about the podcast is just like these are authentic conversations. You know, it's like it's not like scripted or anything. It's just us sitting down with mics and headphones and just talking. Absolutely. You know, and that's Absolutely. one thing I, I really love and appreciate. Absolutely. Um, so I'm here with Steph. And Ray. Hey, um, hey, hey, do y'all want to shout out anything that y'all got going on? Y'all want to shout out like any social medias or anything? Um, ooh, okay, social medias. Uh, follow me, Raekwon Blake on Instagram. Um, that's R A Y Q U A N B L A K E. Full name, yeah. all together. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Stephanie Monie. S T E P H Y N E M O N E E. That is a lot of E's in my name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, e. cool. Hey. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Also, to me and Steph, and we need to get back on this too. We, we do we need to work on our break. documentary. Yes. I've been thinking about that a lot. Yes, I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> Took a little hiatus, but we, but we coming back, y'all. Me and Steph are collaborating on the documentary. Um, I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm excited too. Wait. It's something new. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know me uh, on Instagram at k.endel, or you can follow me on uh, the podcast account at Talks with Ken or at Katie Sizzle. You know, I'm everywhere doing everything all at once. <laughs> like three accounts. Movie. That's three. That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> uh, three accounts. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you guys for being on the podcast once again. Of course, bro. Thank this you. This has been Talks with Ken. I'm Ken, and I'm done talking. Bye. Bye, y'all. See y'all. Hey. 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 Ooh, what's up with this?